Great. High, high technology. <laughs> yeah. All righty. All righty here. I think we, we got it here. Uh, all right. Three, two. Well, welcome back to our next edition of uh, Fantastic Florida with Mike Kara, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my guest today is Brenna Larson. And uh, Brenna is a folk uh, American singer-songwriter based in Southwest Florida. And Brenna's storytelling songs inspire, stir the emotions, and make you laugh along the way. And that that's great. I didn't write that, I, I, but uh, I guess Brenda did. And it's such a pleasure and honor that you could join us today. As I mentioned, that I, I enjoyed the, the music and uh, really great here. But first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit? We mentioned a little bit about you, but a little bit about your background and where your love and passion for music comes from. Oh, sure. And thanks for having me. This is fun. Um, well. I've been, I was raised by a, uh, by a symphony violinist uh, and uh, a grandfather who was also a violin teacher and string instrument musician, and they got me playing the cello and the piano when I was a little girl, and um, I was sort of a symphony brat and followed my mother around um, and ended up in Atlanta. Um, actually, I'm originally from Florida. I was born in Clearwater. <laughs> um, but uh, ended up in Atlanta when I was in my teens, and uh, I was playing guitar and singing a lot at that time, and ended up uh, singing professionally uh, for about uh, 10 years around Atlanta as a solo folk singer-performer. You know, this was back in the day when there were a lot of uh, folk singers uh, doing their thing, and that was sort of where I got my start. So I was a full-time professional folk singer, basically, in, in Atlanta. And then later on, after marrying my husband, you know, on and off, I did it. I was up in the Boston area in Newport, Rhode Island, singing there. And uh, it was after my kids were born that, um, that I started really writing songs a lot, just sort of expressing, you know, what was going on in my life. And, uh, and uh, but then I ended up... Uh, becoming a, uh, going back into, into business and uh, got my MBA and became a marketing professional for an industrial company and traveled all over the world doing that, uh, but retired um, to Florida and thought, wouldn't it be fun to, to do some singing again? And I wasn't sure if I could, but uh, doing it again now and, uh, and having a great time. Oh, fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, your, you know, your songwriting. And uh, so, I mean, what inspires you to, to to write a song? Is there something that gets you excited, like now is the time to write? Uh, not, not usually. Usually it's something that, you know, just comes to me and I think, wow, that would be a really good song. Um, uh, so... And then it'll roll around in my head for a while, um, right. and then I'll start working on it and, and do it. So, you know, it comes and goes. Sometimes I'm on a flow where I'm doing a lot of writing, and other times I'm not doing any. So, yeah. oh, Great. So right now, Brenna, we understand that you're, you're right on the Gulf of Mexico, more, more or less there. I mean, does the ocean inspire you? or? 
Oh, well, yeah, of course. It's, it's gorgeous here. Um, I'm in Sarasota County. It's one of the most beautiful areas of Florida, and it's also very uh, musically oriented um, area. There's a lot of live music, and to me that's been super fun. I've connected with a lot of other musicians here, and now I have a little trio uh, of we have three women, two, two others and me, and uh, we call ourselves the Shark Sisters, and we perform uh, in local wine bars and, um, and little festivals and things uh, as, you know, going. So we've been having a lot of fun here, yeah, and that's inspired me, too. <laughs> So, Brenna, you do that uh, along with, you know, doing uh, solo gigs? You you do the both yes. of them? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Of course, this last year we haven't done very much at all. Right. We sort of came to a, came to a stop. I just uh, did actually my first uh, solo performance in a year was about, uh, was like a couple of weekends ago at our little local Mango Bistro, which is in downtown old Englewood, Florida. And uh, so, and, and basically, other than that, we've done a little bit of, of playing at Farmer's Market uh, just to keep keep playing, you know, someplace we could socially distance and be outside. Um, yeah, but I've been doing, you know, before that, we were doing playing quite frequently, and then I was doing some house concerts as well uh, as a soloist. Yeah. Oh, so you mentioned about the house concert. So how does that that work? Then you come to someone's house, then or? Yeah, it's kind of a a new thing that that wasn't around when I back when in the day when I was performing a lot. Um, but it, I think now, um, especially professional musicians, um, do a lot of that actually. So you know, a person who would sponsor a concert in their home and uh, invite their friends and they all contribute some cash to the to the occasion and usually have you know people bring food and there's wine and then uh, they do a concert so that's a it's a really fun intimate kind of setting and it's they're usually people that are very interested in music so it's a wonderful listening audience so I think a lot of musicians, especially ones who are touring a lot, are are doing more and more of that, are doing more house concerts in areas where they're performing. And for me, I just basically, I, I do it in my local area, but actually I've done some as I'm traveling north for other things. Um, I've done a few of those as well. So. And I wanted to ask... Um, uh, you, Brenna, about, uh, you know, uh, is a lot of these uh, venues that you go to uh, covers or is there original music venues where you are that just want to hear your own music? Or You know, the only ones that really just want originals are really the, you know, the concerts like at a folk folk society or a, or the house concerts where they're really very interested in in the person as a singer-songwriter. Um, most of the venues we play, they like a mix, you know, because people love to hear things that are familiar to them. So uh, for me, that, you know, it's really easy for me to go back to, you know, Joni Mitchell, James Taylor, Linda Ronstadt, you know, all of that, and then mix in some of my own, own originals. So it's, 
that makes it fun for people. Oh, great. So, I mean, most of the, the, the time then uh, people usually request, uh, you know, you know, the classic songs. But, I mean, do you ever get your own songs requested? Like, hey, Brenda, oh, let's hear that. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I have certain ones that people always want to, you know, the one that most, a lot of women just go for is my, buy more shoes. So that one, usually I play that almost every time I perform because people want to hear it, you know. So, but this night, it's very, it's a great compliment when people want to hear, you know, certain songs. That's just great. So with these songs, and we'll talk, uh, Brenda, a little bit about the songs in a minute, but are these songs that you've written throughout the years, or are, are a lot of what you do newer songs? Or Well, um, the ones that are on my album, I'd say the majority of them are things I've written over the years um, and uh, that were favorites of uh, for my family, you know, our children, and so I, I really wanted to record those. Um, but actually, in getting ready to do that, do that recording, which which I did, um, I guess it was three years ago, uh, my like fine wine wine album. I was also inspired to to write more songs as part of that whole experience. So it's a mix on that on that album. And then I of course been continuing to write since then, which a lot of things which haven't been recorded yet. So. So for you, do you usually wait to premiere a song until you record it, or will you perform it before you record it? No, actually, I, I think it's really helpful to have have really worked it out by by doing it in front of an audience, and I, I have a tendency to change songs um, for a while. Once you record them, they're set. You know, right. It's set in stone. And what's really great is to be able to record it, see, I mean, to perform it, get the audience reaction, and also, you know, occasionally listen to yourself back, you know, if somebody record, takes it or whatever, and say, wow, I, I think those words would, should have been different, or even sometimes I've changed the entire um, music, you know, uh, musical part of it. So, um, yeah, I think it's better to actually let it, let it kind of congeal before you record it. So a couple of the ones on my album were very new. I probably would have done a few things different, you know, <laughs> in hindsight now. Um, but um, I probably have enough, you know, easily for another album right now. But yeah, I think it's good to, to try them out. Okay, Brenda. So let's talk about these nice songs our audience has been listening to. And like I mentioned, that they're great here. So first of all, we have this old town. Can you tell us about this one? Yeah, th this old town is uh, is actually one that I wrote very early on in my songwriting because uh, I was just really this. Uh, as I said, I started writing songs when my children were were small. And I was actually doing a lot of performing as a as a children's performer, which they loved. And I was also doing a lot of uh, writing for for people in my community, like their local school. I wrote a school song for them, those kind of things. And uh, I had moved um, when I married my husband from Atlanta, a very large city, and I was very comfortable there. 
to this very small town in upstate New York, and I never thought I would ever be comfortable there. And we were transferred around the, around the country with his job for a while, and then moved back to that town when my children were small and starting school. And it occurred to me, wow, you know, what a great place this is, you know, how perfect it is for a family and for raising children. And I felt so connected with the community and I loved walking down the street and knowing people and um, running into folks in the grocery store, you know, that you know, and and at church and, and uh, even at the school events. And, and in a large city, many times you don't have that experience. You feel almost anonymous. Um, when you're out in public sometimes. So that was sort of the, the theme behind that song. And um, I wrote This Old Town to kind of express that idea of moving from a, from a place, larger place, and then discovering that this is really the right place for you. And what is interesting that that, that song has still resonated with me for more than 20 years after I've wrote, written the song because I've moved to other small towns. I currently live in a small town in Florida, and I have, I'm, having, I'm having the same experience of connecting with my community, knowing people, going into restaurants, and, hey, I know quite a few people who are here. You know, it's, it's a wonderful feeling. It's, a, it's a, a really warm, connected feeling that a lot of people don't have these days especially in a larger city. Okay, and uh, another song we have here is He Loved Whiskey. Can you tell us about this one? <laughs> yeah, that's sort of a case of if you uh, know somebody who's a singer-songwriter and you tell them something personal, you may, want it, you may expect it's going to show up in a song. Um, so be careful what you say. But... Uh, I, this one is a fairly new song. I wrote it, uh, I guess, within the last, yeah, well, it was about three three years ago, four years ago. I asked a friend of mine, I said, you know, whatever happened to that guy that you were dating? You know, ha what happened with that relationship? And she looked at me, and then she said, well, it's pretty simple. He loved whiskey more than me. And, you know, I, of course, I was being sympathetic, and I said, you know, see, that's a really sad story. And then I paused and thought, and I said, but it would really make a great country song. <laughs> so it, it was something I had to write. You know, it took me three months. I started it as a sad song, but it was way too sad. So I uh, completely changed it and made it more of an upbeat, um, a upbeat song with an underlying sadness, of course, to it. But, you know, but but focusing more on the resilience of the person that uh, that experienced that. So <laughs> that's, that's He Loved Whiskey. Okay, and we talked about this song before. We could tell us more about it, and that is Buy More Shoes. Well, Buy More Shoes is one that's near and dear to my heart because, you know, sometimes I like to say I have a master's degree in retail therapy. <laughs> Buying and buying shoes is, is something that I love. And uh, this one also is one I wrote years ago um, when I was, I was in the corporate world and I was traveling for business and I was out, uh, I was actually in Detroit 
and I uh, found this shoe store that had all these shoes that were in my size, which I have a hard foot to fit. So then I, my husband called me, and I said, I, I have a confession to make. And I said, I found this shoe store, and I bought three pairs of expensive shoes. And I was waiting for him to, like, you know, say, what? What did you do? And instead he said, you know, you should buy more. You should buy more if you found something. And I thought to myself, you're telling me to buy more shoes? Do you know what a sweet and lovely thing that is for a man to say to a woman? <laughs> the three little words every woman wants to hear, buy more shoes. So anyway, that's, that's the beginning of that song. <laughs> Oh, okay. So that that's great. So those are those uh, three songs, and you performed those in uh, all of your shows, or most of them, or I do. Those those are ones that people want to hear a lot. Yeah, <laughs> oh. which is nice. Oh, great. So I mean, when you do it, you know, when you do a show, I mean, how many you know originals do you usually? I mean, you sprinkle them in. Is that how you do it, or? I do when I'm, yeah, when I'm with our Shark Sisters or um, or even doing my own solo gigs. Yeah, I probably do more of my own originals when I'm doing my solo gig. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, we I probably do three originals for every set. You know, I usually do 12 or 14 songs in a set of 45 minutes, so I usually do two or three of originals. Um, yeah. And uh, so you mentioned about the, the the wine bars. So I mean, are these venues that uh, go like any any time of the day, afternoon, or are they usually at night? Or yeah, they're usually at night. Yeah, um, usually evenings. Yep. Oh. Of course, we've been playing also at, a little bit at the farmers market here in Englewood. We have a fabulous, really large farmers market every Thursday during season. It, so we start at nine o'clock in the morning singing that. So that's a little different. So I mean, for you, Brenna, now is a lot of things opening up. I mean, is there a lot more opportunities now, or is there still some things yeah. closed? Yeah, some of our favorite places really—they're um, still very socially distanced. They're very conscious of the health of their employees and their patrons, and so they really don't have room even for uh, for entertainers at, or, you know, they're financially under hardship, you know, to, to be able to afford to have folks come. So that's, you know, that's a challenge, but, you know, it, it, we're trying to work, work with them in any way we can. And uh, so... Oh, it is what it is. In this time of pandemic, you, you kind of go with the flow. At the moment, we actually have a few, um, you know, in Florida, we have a lot of communities, um, you know, gated communities and uh, resort communities, and they have events. And actually, those things are starting to, to, to come alive again, just slowly, you know, in, in a limited capacity. And... Uh, so we've been doing, or we're starting to sign up for some of those things as well. The other thing that I really like to do is um, uh, is benefit concerts, uh, benefit events, 
especially for women's causes. Uh, so we do have uh, one of those um, on our calendar right now for May for the Business and Professional Women's Group of Venice, and they support scholarships for women in need. And to me, that's a, a terrific cause that, that we can help with, with our music, which is great. Oh, great, uh, Brenda. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, where you uh, travel. So I'm not sure you, you, you might be familiar with the COE, but I don't know if you if you know where a COE is, though. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, we're about five miles from Orlando, so now you... <laughs> oh, well, then we know about that. We know. That, so, it's the happiest place in the world, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> So do you get have the opportunity to get up to Orlando or anywhere else, sir? Occasionally, actually, I performed uh, at the at the uh, Central Folk Society that that meets monthly. I think in uh, Winter Winter Haven. Oh, right, Winter Haven. Yeah. So I was there on as a guest of theirs um, a couple of winters ago, I guess. Nothing happened last year, so it must have been the year before. Yeah, yeah, it's a great area. A lot of interest in music up there, for sure. Right, right. Uh, mm -hmm. So, I mean, is there a situation where you do two or more shows a day, or you try to just do one a day? No, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm getting old and uh, and I'm retired. Right. So yeah, yeah. I don't push. I don't push myself very hard. So. No, I used to back in the day. I would do, I would do, uh, you know, two gigs at a time, you know, things like that. But uh, not anymore. <laughs> okay, uh, Brenda. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, you know your uh, your social media and your website. But I mean, for you, you know, you've been at this for a, a few a few years. So I mean, yeah. Was, I mean, do you feel that all of this internet business is good as far as marketing? I mean, how did you do it, you know, when you started out? Well, you know, I think, uh, I think it's extremely important uh, for artists to have a really good, strong social media presence. Uh, I think the first thing I did was to create a website. Right. Uh, and, uh, and the Facebook page, and, and then I've created another Facebook page and website for our Shark Sisters, sharksisters.com. Um, but uh, brennalarson.com was the first one that, that I created, and it's been a really nice thing. I think mainly for people who are interested in you and want to follow you and want to know where you're performing. So having the calendar there where they can see, um, and also as people sign up, you know, for for your email list, um, I don't bombard people, but I do get let people know um, where I'm performing, which I think that is very helpful because people don't have the time to go and check for themselves all the time what's going on, and if they see, oh wow, they're going to be at this place or or the other. I think I'll put that on the calendar. And I know I do that for people that I follow, so. Oh, okay. And now as far as uh, Facebook, we know during the pandemic, a lot of artists had did these Facebook concerts. Is that something you did or? 
I did not do that, but a, no, a number of my friends did it, and it was it worked really well for them. And they just would they would have a uh, you know kind of a virtual tip jar that people could contribute to. You know, I think much more important for people who are really this is their this is their income, this is their their livelihood. You know, at this point in my life, you know, I've, I've you know, I. I don't depend on that money. I would rather give it to those people that are are still the full time working musicians. You know, I would call myself. You know, I'm I'm now a uh, a retired person. I am a professional musician, but I do it for the love of it, really, more than the you know the need need to do it. I really love the connection with the audience and. And uh, being able to especially uh, work in ensemble with with other people and sing harmony and and enjoy that camaraderie. Okay, and can you tell us? Uh, you mentioned about your website, but can you tell us the uh, address there? Yes, uh, my website is very simple: brennalarson.com. www.brennalarson.com. Okay, and are you also on YouTube or have a YouTube channel? Or I do, I do. So just I, I think you can just type in Brenna Larson, and I should come up. Oh, great. So I mean, are do you actually have any of these these shows professionally filmed? Or well, yes, um, we there are a few videos on there that where I did have a. A friend of mine who is a professional right. uh, videographer uh, do the do the uh, videos for me. Most of them are are more candid things that people have have done for us. Great, great. Uh, so right now for you, uh, Brenda, then uh, you have any uh, shows uh, c coming up that you'd like to share with our audience, or? Um, I don't think so right now. Uh, you know they're. As I said, we're doing a, a fundraising event for the business and professional women of Venice. Right, right. Um, but whatever we're we're doing would be listed on our website. Okay. So, so and really, the majority is going to be next year. We're really booking for next season right now, so uh, not not really worrying about doing too much as the pandemic pandemic has not is not over, folks. So. We all need to be careful, very, very careful. Right. Okay, uh, Brenda. So as far as your album, is that somebody something somebody could purchase on your website? Or? Yes, yes, there's links to purchase it for sure, definitely. Oh, great. And uh, so are all of those uh, originals you mentioned, or are there covers out there? Or? Actually, no. All the ones on the album of Like Fine Wine are are my originals. Oh, great. Uh, that's, that sounds good. So, Brian, I want to ask you, you mentioned about, uh, you know, wine, wineries, their wine bars. I mean, have you been to any of these craft breweries yet and performed, if there's any where you are? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't, no. Uh, of course, I like wine. So. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much do what I like. You know, I go yeah. to places that I, where I, where I like the, where I like the wine. Sure. Usually, usually the people really like me. Those places. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about it. 
about it. Us winos really like each other. So. <laughs> oh, great! And yeah, you yeah. you did mention you had you had a uh, new newsletter then uh, that people could subscribe to. I do, yes, and there's a link right on the right on the front page of my website to to sign up for that. So I encourage folks to do that. But you know, take a listen. You know, I would love to have have more folks in. Uh, you know, uh, get to know me and get to know my music, and hopefully there'll be another album coming out within the next couple of years. So, um, no rush. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Brenna. But before we we go, as you know, that this show is fantastic, Florida. You kind of answered this question, yeah. but if you don't mind a little bit again, we like to talk about, you, you know, our guests area. And if you could, uh, again, mention a little bit about your area, and I guess you really enjoy living there then? I sure do. Yeah. It's, yeah. The first, uh, you know, I'm in Sarasota County. I'm in the, the town of Englewood, Florida, which is a very um, is the southern part of Sarasota County. It's 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 quite laid back. Um, there is a lovely little downtown street of they, with what they call Old Englewood Village. Dearborn Street is the is the name of the main street of the town, and it's full of of um, really lovely little uh, restaurants. A uh, lot of live music, little festivals. There's a car cruise once a month, uh, a, a gigantic car cruise. Uh, there's always something going on, a lot of art shows. It really is becoming, fast becoming, a, 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 an art center. And that's the way the Chamber of Commerce is, is, um, is focusing it. So I think you'll find more art and more live music in Englewood than you would expect, and it's going to become more and more so. So I'm very proud of this little community, and I love being close to Sarasota, which is, of course, uh, one of the cultural centers of, of Florida. Oh, great. Okay, uh, Brenna, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Sure. Well, thank sure. you so much for having me. It was really, really fun talking with you. Sure, definitely my pleasure. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention? Well, I just, I hope people enjoy your podcast and I hope they enjoy Florida. And if they're listening from other areas of the world, uh, check out Florida. <laughs> it's a great place. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Uh, Brunette, if you could give your website one final time, please. Sure, it's www.brennalarson.com and it's B-R-E-N-N-A. L-A-R-S-O-N dot com. Okay. Thanks so much, Brenna. My guest has been Brenna Thank Larson. You. Sure. And you've been listening to uh, Fantastic Florida with uh, Mike Kara. And please uh, catch us again next time. Okay. That's...